0: Okay, wait, we need to start, because, can we clap in? But yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there are things that need to be brought up.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh no, to the red <laughs> table we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. <music>
0: Hey, welcome to We Love That. I'm Jerome.
1: And I'm Kenyon, and we're bringing it to you live.
0: Well, not really, but we're talking about the live performances that we love.
1: So sit back, relax, and grab a YouTube.
0: Hi. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey,
0: hey, hey, hey. I have something that I have been thinking about. Mm. And I really have to bring it up right away. Well, there, there was something else that I was going to bring up and not call you out per se, but... Oh, no. Here we okay. go. <laughs> it's about drops of Jupiter.
1: <laughs> not not this again. This is not even news. <laughs>
0: Drops of Jupiter by train. Everyone knows. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that everyone knows that song.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I know not literally everyone, but you grew up around white people. That's the only
1: reason why I know that song. Ooh, I. I mean, I was. I was protecting myself.
0: I guess so. I just can't believe you. So tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you magnify the Milky Way?
1: Everybody knows that song. (laughs) The degree to which I only know that in your voice because of every time that you bring it up. (laughs) Like the only context I have for that is the last time you sang it, just like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me that you don't know friggin'. uh... She looks like Diddy, she walks like rain. You have to know this song. Everyone knows this song. Okay, anyway. Um, the other thing that I, I feel to, shamed. I feel culturally shamed. I can't believe you don't know Drops of Jupiter by trade. I'll just say it.
1: I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> oh, no. Have I offended your cultural sensibilities? Just when
0: we were talking about gatekeeping <laughs> music. <laughs> well, this is the
1: gate. <laughs> wow. And you're keeping it, okay?
0: Um, the other thing I wanted to say, I wonder if any, if no one else feels this way and I only make people start to feel this way because I have brought it up, then I'm sorry. But when you're watching like a movie, TV, whatever, and someone is driving and then they like turn around to like look at the passenger or like look at someone in the back seat, To me, that's like a cue that they're going to be in a car accident. Yes. Yes. Do you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So then when people do it and they don't get into car accidents, I'm like, why are you stressing me out? Like, it stresses me out so much. <laughs> when someone is like, driving, 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 and then they're like, oh, sweetie, you don't want to do that. And it's like perfectly lighthearted moment. Like, it is like nothing bad is happening in the scene at all. But as soon as they take their eyes off the road, I'm like, oh, my God, someone's going to die.
1: I mean, you know what that is? That's just, I'm just going to say that's bad writing. Because if, if, I don't know why you're trying to have a, a face-to-face conversation set yeah. in a car. Why does it have to be in the car? Everybody knows that when you're trying to have a conversation in a car, that's when you get in a car accident. That's just Correct. why you have that.
0: Or that's why you put
1: it in the show. It's,
0: uh, or like, why, why do they have to turn around? It's like they know you're talking to them. I hate it. Let's just Wait, say what's that. been doing that to you? Who? Who? What show? That actually brings us into this is the moment for the world in which we talk wow. about the things that I've been watching on my HBO Max account. Ah, <laughs> 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 and I just started Euphoria. Okay. Ooh. And let me just say, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. I only got but, two episodes in. I just finished I finished the second episode like right before we started recording and uh, I'm stressed out like I am stressed out watching it.
1: I'm like what is going on? Just from the beginning the like shot of her in the car like looking out the window. Do you remember what I'm talking about?
0: I do when she's looking at Jules?
1: Yes. And it was that it was at that time when I said this is going to be too much for me. And that was oh, girl, the first episode it is too much. <laughs>
0: It's entirely too much. I'm watching it, I'm like, I... And this, of course, is all literally year-old discourse, but your girl did not have an <laughs> HBO subscription in 2019. Um, Oh, it's wild. It's wild. And I very much am like, the children,
1: is this what they do? Well, see, that's... I feel like somebody heard me when I, you know, you look at those movies from the 80s about high school, and you're like, well, this isn't what it's like. Like, this just isn't what it's like. And I feel like somebody heard me thinking those thoughts and then was like, well, then here's euphoria. And I was like, that's also (laughs) not what it's like, but in the wrong direction. Yeah,
0: literally the opposite. Well, here's what actually is interesting about it to me is that it is how people talk. Mm. But it's like, if you took everything that anyone in high school has ever said, any, like, high schoolers ever said, and, like, made it reality then that's what the show is.
1: Not a high schooler's dream. Ooh. Well, not a dream. <laughs> um, but... I
0: mean, Zendaya's sending
1: you, sending us all Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Zendaya
0: is amazing. Yeah. Now she's nominated for an Emmy. Work. And we live. And we absolutely stand on that
1: one. Wait, what are award shows going to look like if we can't... Like, if people can't be in in a theater?
0: I don't know. Well, some of them have already (laughs) happened, you know? Not like the biggie ones, the big, big, big ones. But the Emmys did say that they're... (laughs) The big, big, big ones. But the Emmys said that they're not going to do an in-person thing, an in-person ceremony. Jimmy Kimmel is hosting it, and famously, you love Jimmy
1: Kimmel. Don't guess You're you're just putting all sorts of things on me today.
0: You no, no. have said in the past that you love Jimmy Kimmel. I'm not putting that I on I have anybody. said that I
1: have enjoyed some of his content, a selection of, but a wholesale endorsement I cannot be making.
0: Well, all I can say is I watch Seth Meyers every day. Well. I watch Seth Meyers every day. <laughs> and when I was on Weight Watchers, I watched Seth Meyers every day. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, the other thing I've been watching is uh I watched Watchmen. Finally. And let me tell you this. Everyone and their mother has been telling me to watch Watchmen. You know, you were telling me. Yes. Many friends, my friend Noah was telling me, everyone was telling me.
1: <laughs> you have
0: to watch Watchmen. There are nine episodes. Each episode is an each episode is an hour, which means that's nine hours of content. And I just need to come out and say Because I feel like there are other people who have to feel the way that I
1: feel. In that... (laughs) You must feel what I'm feeling right now.
0: (laughs) No, I'm not (laughs) saying that they have to. I'm saying Mm. there must be others who agree with me. And here's what I have to say. It's that I did not understand what was going on for most of the show. I truly was lost, and I was confused, and I was frustrated.
1: (laughs) That is real. That is real. It
0: got to the point where, like... (laughs) I was laughing, like, I was laughing at things that were happening. Because, like, a character would be like, well, uh, w- what what does that mean? And I'd be like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I literally, d- like, I did not know what was happening.
1: Well, they're really they're really sly on the world building of it all. They're just, like, right. they're, like, trying not to give you, like, you know, capital E exposition at the top. But it's what I need. That's what I need,
0: because I'm stupid. <laughs> because I'm out here like, Tommy, did who you get that? Who is this? Can you just? Why are-
1: <laughs> did you get that on? You got that on tape? Yeah. Okay, I'll just Tommy, need a copy. Please of Please delete.
0: Can you just <laughs> take that timestamp? Delete. Just, just scrub that one out. Um, I'm like, who are these people? Why are they here? How are they connected to each other? Which I know is like, yeah, just sit back and watch the show. But when I don't find out until like
1: halfway through episode eight, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I don't like it. Well, okay. It did one thing. It kept you watching. Talk no, about no, engagement. no, no,
0: no, You know what kept me watching was Miss Regina King.
1: Oh,
0: and yes. if I were not a Regina King stan, I would have left it behind. Wow, and um, I also don't lie. This is really getting niche, but two of the characters are named after characters in Oklahoma. There's Judd, mm. who dies.
1: Spoiler alert:
0: <laughs> The, the <laughs> spoiler dies early alert on. Has to
1: go before actually you say this. <laughs> don't spoiler. do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and it seems like he's only named Judd so that they can play Judd. Poor Judd is dead from Oklahoma. Which I'll say is lazy, but I can get into it. You love Oklahoma. I do, and I you love Oklahoma. love it. I loved watching Watchmen. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. But then, the A- Agent Blake, who I loved, played by Gene Smart, her first name is Lori, which is the first name of the lead woman in Oklahoma. Why is her name Lori? Why are they named after characters in Oklahoma?
1: I don't know if they are or not, because this is also based on a full comic book series. It, it could be right. a coincidence. Okay, well, the,
0: and the, the real thing is that I am complaining that I don't know what's going on when I'm watching a sequel series to a movie that was based on a comic <laughs> series. So I know it's my fault. <laughs> I know that I should... It, I'm, I'm like, that's like you'd open up friggin' Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, and you're like, who are these people? (laughs) But that
1: is how I felt. Well, I mean, well, I have nothing to say. (laughs) I was about to launch into, like, plot things. I was launching into theme things. I was like, but if you weren't there for that, then (laughs) there's nothing to say.
0: (laughs) Well, I do want you to say, because I'm like, my friends told me to watch this. Okay, and wait. I did. <laughs> but what happened?
1: <laughs> I mean, you hit the first one on the head for me, which is that Regina's just she's just giving an amazing performance. I mean, you've got fighting, you've got what is that face?
0: I just I was not able to fully appreciate it because I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I I need to know what your experience of watching it was because Okay. Okay. I tr- I literally was like, okay, well, maybe the next. Oh, well, maybe in the next episode, then I'll figure out <laughs> what's happening.
1: So I like started it and I watched an episode and a half, and I was like, ooh, there's some violence. There are mm-hmm. people that, this is this is mm-hmm. bringing up stuff, and I'm just not in the space for that right now. But then. You know, once the uh, pandemic put us all inside, I was like, now is absolutely the time to get, you may be a little bit traumatized by some media.
0: Oh my <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my <not> brain. bad. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and so I restarted watching it at the beginning. And I do think that like the double watch of the first two episodes that I did might have been really critical in understanding just the world that was being built. Hmm. Mm.
0: I mean the thing is in the once you figure like once it is revealed what's happening, then it's like, oh yeah, it does all make sense. <laughs> There's a world in which all of these things happen. <laughs> that being said, like, why did I only know that eight and a half hours into the nine hour thing?
1: Right, right. I think the one the one part that was really like, what's going on is when the, like, stuff started raining from the sky.
0: Oh, the squids? Yes.
1: (laughs) And that, I really did pause. I had to pause and just make sure that I was seeing things, hearing things clearly. Yeah. Because that was out of left field.
0: It's like they're really taking us on a journey. But see, that's still the first episode. For, like, me, I'm watching it, I get to, like, episode seven... And I mean, not to give away everything, but I don't even really think this is giving away anything because I don't know what was going on. (laughs) But when the guy with the clones is on trial and the pigs come in, girl, (laughs) the pigs, (laughs) and then you cut back to Regina King and she's like, I'm, what is this, what is this tube connected to? And she opens that door, and it's an elephant?
1: (laughs) Okay, well, when you say it like that, it's just absurd. It was absurd.
0: (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you. It was, and that was when I was like, am I, I don't know if
1: I can watch the final two episodes, because this is ridiculous. (laughs) There were parts of the, of the, I mean, the just whole the whole world that that is in is just wild and, and zany and maybe fun. <laughs> um, but there were parts of it that I did love, like the the basically like you know museum of African American history and culture with the like ancestry component to it. Yeah, and I was like, that's yeah. cool. That's like I would love to see that almost be happening in this in this yeah. real world. But I mean, the elephants. <laughs>
0: Girl, the elephant in the (laughs) room—the true elephant in
1: the room—was
0: the elephant in that room.
1: In the in that room where it did happen,
0: the room where it happens, we have to do a Hamilton episode. Do we? Nope, (laughs) sure don't. (laughs) Nothing against Hamilton. Well,
1: (laughs) except for. Okay, maybe we have to do an episode now. On the list. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Um, and, and speaking of things happening in the world, speaking honestly of African American history, Ooh. uh, we've got to send it to Miss Cory Bush, who is soon to be Congresswoman. Yes, Cory Bush, because we absolutely stand. Uh, she. Won her primary against Lacey Clay, who has served in the House for like 10 terms in uh, representing St. Louis and the surrounding area in Missouri. And she ran a primary against him in 2018, did not win, ran again, and here we are. She is the winner. And so, got to give a shout out to friends of mine working on that campaign. Got to give a shout out to all of our St. Louis queens. Yes. <laughs> of which there are many. And we love that. Oh my god, that's the title of the show. Are you uh, serious? I get it. I actually <laughs> did I forgot. It's <laughs> true. Be quiet. <laughs> it is true.
1: Oh man. Um, oh. You, why don't
0: you tell us about what we're doing today?
1: videos. Yeah. Videos performances. Yeah. The thing that we can't do right now is have a good a good live performance. That's what mm. I'm missing in my heart and my soul. Honestly, is some live music. Um and so Jerome and I thought we'd go through our favorite live performances that are captured yeah. on video for for posterity and I'm so excited to know what yours are cuz I don't know what you chose.
0: Oh yeah, we're fully we are being surprised by one another as much as we are surprising you all. Um, <laughs> and I'm so excited. The thing is that, you know, like, yes, we love music, and you put on the music that you want to hear, and we love that, and you go into your little Apple Music or Spotify, whatever your app of choice may be, or title, let's not erase title,
1: And (laughs) it's a black-owned business.
0: I was going to say support black-owned businesses. But I don't think that means specifically title. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Yes, support title. I mean, they pay out
1: the most to artists.
0: I saw that this week. Which actually brings me to a segment that we always wanted to do called... So here's a thing I just heard. (laughs) Which is... (laughs) That title, of course, black owned by Jay Z at all. I don't know who else owns title, um, but that they pay out the most to artists.
1: I mean, I hope that's Maybe. true. It also is something that I've I've just heard in passing, <laughs> and it could just be great marketing.
0: <laughs> that would be great marketing. Apple Music comes out and is like, we give 100 of our proceeds to you, back to you,
1: <laughs> asterisk asterisk that's not true <laughs> but we'd all be like oh yes i'm woke like i'm i'm sending all my money using mm. the service to all the people that need it like i feel mm. like honestly i feel like corporations are getting us on that all the they time they certainly are
0: trying to make it feel like it's our responsibility to do the work right anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a little something for you <laughs> Um,
1: (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh You got something in your throat?
0: (laughs) Only excitement is in my throat Mm, mm, Send it Um, We love to put on music that we love But sometimes The music that you love is not You cannot stream it on a streaming service, you have to go to YouTube and pull up the video and find that video of that specific performance.
1: Truly. Like, deep YouTube culture. Like, YouTube back before it was even owned by Google. Like, I'm talking... Wow. Way back. Truly. (laughs)
0: Prehistoric.
1: Okay, now. BCE. (laughs) Mesozoic. (laughs) Don't bring the dinosaurs into this.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm just looking at my list and smiling. Give me like, just
1: give, just give me one. I want to know. I want to know what you chose. I feel like we overlapped.
0: I'm looking at my list. I have more on this list than we will go through today. But of this list, there have to be like, I think there are maybe three that you would have put. So I'm excited to see if there are any overlaps. Right. Um, I'm starting with a video that... That defined me. And de- <laughs> in fact, defined a generation. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a video of one Miss Abby Smith. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Who goes often under the artist name of Yeba. Uh, and she... The thing that I love about this video is that it isn't a good video. (laughs) Like, the video itself, it is very dark in the room that she's in, and she does not start singing until a minute and a half into the video. That being said, she sings a cover of John Mayer's Gravity, and let's just say John Mayer canceled and replaced with Abby Smith because she turns it out.
1: Uh, I mean you're right. The video quality just isn't that's just not where to be looking for the value. It's it's short on it's some for. pixels, honestly. Um but the it's the nonchalance of it. I love this video. I love that you chose this video. Because <laughs> she just She's walks so, up, called yeah. it gets called up to the microphone, yeah, and is like, oh, what am I gonna sing? Talks to the guitarist a little bit. Uh uh. <laughs> and she, yeah, it starts
0: off very casual. She's just, ooh, gravity, just singing a little song. And then it just ramps up and builds up in the most like genuine of ways to the point where like I'm watching it at home and I'm on my feet by the end because I'm like, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. Amazing. I mean, and at the end, at the end, she just. Did it and did it? Thank you so much.
1: Just like and it's out and it's over. <laughs> it's 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 really a masterclass on just it is. on how to on how to enter and also how to exit and do everything <laughs> in between. Okay, I mean, I wanted you almost basically answered this question already, but I wanted to ask this: what, like, when do you find yourself turning to this video? Like, why bring up this video? What's the mood? Oh, what does it give you?
0: Any mood, any point in time, <laughs> I could be. Bored, just, oh, need something to put my eyes on. How about
1: Abby Smith singing Krabi? No, no, no. That's when you should go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> when you're just looking for a place never. to put your eyes. Never. Never.
0: I will never go to sleep. Um, but, you know, sometimes you need that, like, uplifting moment, and it really is serving that. Sometimes I need, like... Sometimes I need to be, like, reminded what good music sounds like. That's true. it's like...
1: Because people are trying well, to distract giving, us out here.
0: Certainly they are giving me all sorts of alternative options. Let's just say that. Ugh. Alt-good music.
1: <laughs> Not the alt-prefix. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta go.
0: Um, I agree. Uh, but what has to stay is Miss Abby Smith.
1: Grabbing. Thank you.
0: That's, I mean, that's... That's culture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Please, Kenyon, give I mean, me one of yours. It's it's hard to even it's hard to even know what to follow that up with. But I will I will attempt with Kim Burrell's I Believe in You and Me wow. <laughs> live performance from wow. the Ugh. the B.E.T. honors Whitney Houston night. Um
0: if I'm remembering correctly, this isn't even on YouTube, it's right? It's not.
1: It's not. <laughs> you cannot find this on YouTube. You will look. You will not find. Y'all got to go to Daily A little Motion. A Vimeo video. Vimeo Daily I'm Motion sorry, somebody. Daily Motion. <laughs> uh, it's good. I mean, first of all, Whitney Houston tribute concerts. I'll always be there. I'll always be in the audience. I'll always stand. I love it. I love whatever's happening at them. I'm already there. Secondly, if you do not know Kim Burrell, you're missing out. I mean, also...
0: (laughs) I love simultaneously. I'm not sure.
1: Right. Because see, the thing is... No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. No, no. Oh, okay. Not going I don't now? want to hear it.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can do your own research on Kimberell on your own time. Um, it's not with the moment. <laughs> Amazing. You're
1: right. You're right. She is a just a fantastic gospel singer and apparently was like a longtime friend of Whitney Houston's because um, Whitney Houston, you know, grew up in the church and had connections to gospel music. And so... The video the video is basically, yes, there's like a full theater full of people, but it's basically like Kim Burrell's on stage and Whitney Houston's at the foot of the stage and they're like, they're just having a tete-a-tete. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're just talking to each other. Well, Kim is singing and Whitney is actually yelling and jumping up and down. But they're just having a conversation and we're getting to watch through song and it is good. The options are here. It's, uh, it's good.
0: Yeah, I mean it's kind of like
1: how <laughs> how do, how does she do
0: it? Um I I'm impressed. Let's just say that. <laughs> I'm impressed. I am. <laughs> it's uh, true. <laughs> um okay, I wanna same question. How when do you pull up this video? When when do you find yourself searching for it?
1: Honestly, when the, the it's the real reminder of like like musical exchange, not to get all, you know, mushy, mushy gushy. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but the, like, they're really just like, Kim's just singing to Whitney and she, Whitney's living for it. And that's like, I love that. It's such a good example of like direct connection with an audience. And I need that. I love joy. Yes. And connection.
0: Mm. Love and happiness. Love and happiness. You know that? That's a good song. Yeah. Just say that. All right, hit me. Um, oh my God, where do I even go? Uh, I think I'm going to try to continue to. <laughs> I'm going to see how far I can go before hitting one of yours. Because okay. there are some that just have to be overlaps. Um, I'm going to have to go to Miss Beyonce. Giselle Knowles-Carter, who at a, I don't even remember what this specific event was, but it was some Michael Jackson tribute event, but she was not present at the concert. She was on tour because she's an international superstar. Um, But she was like, I still am performing. (laughs) She's like, I will accept the invitation. And so she's like on tour in front of some other stadium sold out, full of people there to see her. And she does this performance of Jackson 5, I Want to Be Where You Are. And it is exquisite. (laughs) It is exquisite. First of all, she has on a Jackson 5 style afro. Like an afro that makes your head like three times the size. Three times the (laughs) diameter. (laughs) Which is goofy and hilarious. She's doing all these goofy little dance moves. But when I tell you she is singing for her life. I mean, she's also hitting the moves. Oh, by goofy dance moves, I mean she is nailing the Jackson 5 (laughs) signature choreography. But she has this look on her face like, (laughs) yeah, I can do your little moves. I can, ooh, and turn to the left. (laughs) Turn to the right. She's like, oh, I can get hip. I'm hip with it.
1: That's so good. I mean, I just love the move of being like, I, I will still be performing even though I'm not actually there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I'll be a part of the, I'll be a part of this,
0: this Amazing.
1: event. <laughs> Amazing. And that song is notoriously difficult.
0: I mean, you're belting octaves off the place. What's up with that?
1: And the key um, changes?
0: The key changes are wild. Her, the arrangement of it is so hot. You know, Beyonce always has that hot little arrangement of something. Mm. Um, her band is great, and uh, she is singing for her life.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: And we live. And we love to watch a performer perform.
1: Wow. I'm going to take you from from high production volume to the, oh, to the <laughs> lowest, the lowest, most minimal, the barest of the necessities, production values, with... This is the this is a classic. This is a classic and it's a true throwback. It is Jesse J sitting in oh, front of her computer oh my. <laughs> singing Big White Room.
0: Ah! Do you know the year off the top of your head? I want to say it's 2009, I 2010. Yes, I think it's
1: literally 11 years ago. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's It, it's so hard to talk about because it's like it's like someone just rolled out of bed. It's like she has something, she, you know, she's cooking in the other room, and she just came in here to grab something. It's like, like, like she's doing something else, and then she's like, "Oh, let me just like press record and like sing a little bit." And then I'll yeah, go.
0: absolutely. It's like when you're like, "Oh, let me jot this down before I forget," but it's her doing a cover of her own song, <laughs> <laughs> a full like cover. But I please talk a little bit more about the production quality. About I the mean, production value because how what is she singing over? <laughs> she <laughs>
1: Karaoke tracks, honey. Oh. I
0: think she's singing over her karaoke her own karaoke track. I also think it's like this might be like old school like you had to record directly into YouTube. Like I think wow. that it is like that that is how old this video is that she's like It's play the track is playing from her computer and she's recording into her computer and it is one take.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's stunning, and I mean the options. I mean Jesse J's fantastic singer. Everybody that we're going to talk about today is a fantastic singer. I mean that's just we'll get that out of the way. (laughs) Um, But she really does. She really has some choice choice (laughs) moments in this um, that we might call. Oh yes. She is already an
0: ambitious option taker of what, you know, makes it onto the final tracks anyway. Um,
1: And when she has free reign. Now, some might hear what you just said and say, well, Jerome's saying she doesn't have any taste. That's not
0: what I'm saying.
1: Because on the final tracks, well...
0: Maybe it is what I'm saying because on the mm-hmm. final tracks, someone has selected some very good options. Uh, but when she is when she has her own con- control I don't mean to be <laughs> slandering Jesse J.
1: <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I think the one thing is that Jesse J does that thing where you're like, that's the highest note she can sing. That's <laughs> it. That's the highest note. And then she sings one higher, and you're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, when she pulls out a note in, like, the
0: first verse, and you're like, whoa, where can you go from there? Max out at the top, okay. Um, And up. She goes up. Going up. Wow. (laughs) Um, Well, I also have to do, this is a a throwback from that same era. This is now two decades ago. Mm. If Mm. you really think about it, Diva. Um, (laughs) I gave Kenyon brain freeze. (laughs) Um, but this video is not even a video. It is a recording with some images set on top of it. (laughs) 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 Oh, but this is a recording of one Miss Rachel Tucker. Yes. Singing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. No good deed in a Broadway performance of Wicked in December of 2010. And, I mean, it's funny we were just talking about options because she she reinvents the song. She reinvents the number. <laughs> and once you hear this, it's like, I don't want to hear anyone else sing the song. I don't want to hear again. anyone else sing the song.
1: Ever again. Okay. Um, so this was also on my list. Um, oh I, my gosh, I, knew you I were wasn't even it.
0: going to... I, I that wasn't it. one of the ones that I thought we were going to overlap on. <laughs> It's, it, just, I mean, it's so good. I can't, I can't express enough that like, she, everything she does in this song is, it makes you feel like you're listening to the song for the first time, which is incredible. First of all, No Good Deed is a great song and needs more love. That's right. I said it. <laughs> um, But then she like, Rachel Tucker also is Irish, Scottish, I don't know. She's from somewhere over there and oh, no.
1: <laughs> just eliding cultural differences. Cancel me.
0: Cancel me. That's right. Um but so it's very funny to hear her sp- I don't know why she has to do it in an American accent. I don't know what about <laughs> what about alphabet is like she is American. The girl is green. Let's just say that. <laughs> um but she is speaking in what is clearly an affected accent and then she like she's gasping all over the place she's like screaming, she's shouting she is giving you it's like you're there in the room it's like you're there in the room with her. Talk about time travel
1: (laughs) I I have nothing more to say other than (laughs) apparently I had something to say, okay um (laughs) This is one of those videos that I remember the first time watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, are we really watching or are we just listening and kind of seeing a collage? <laughs> and not a moving collage. No. A still collage. <laughs> but it like... You know when something's so good that you like... You can't stop laughing? It like... It's not just Joy. like, I'm happy, I'm joyful. It's like... It overflows and it like is, it's coming out and you're un, you can't control. This yeah. is one of those moments. This is yeah. one of those moments What is that? Yentel. Oh my God, Yentel should be on the list. <laughs> me <laughs> Yentl! screaming Me screaming, <laughs> Yentel is not the energy. Yentl! <laughs> please take that away. Kenyon, please take us somewhere else. Take us somewhere new. Oh, where am I gonna go? Um, okay. Well, this is hmm 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 hmm. hmm. This is one that you might have picked. Okay. Um, because I feel like we <laughs> we entered that territory faster than I thought we would. <laughs> um, but okay. So we talked we talked low production value. We're returning to high production value. Oh, okay. good. There is organization in this. Everyone, you see, okay. you see. Um, see, there's organi- this organization here, see <laughs> Wow, and the fact that you're giving me that transatlantic accent moment is really That's this video, that is this song, because it is Lady Gaga singing Bang Bang
0: Oh, I can't believe I forgot to include this No, Kenyon, Kenyon, this is, I mean, I mean, what can you say? Oh my god, I for- how could I forget?
1: It's perfect it's it's like it's designed down to the down to every like look every time she looks at the audience towards the band every pose every like type of cutoff of the note it's like yeah everything is exactly is exactly specifically correct
0: (laughs) and she's in that enormous (laughs) (laughs) wig. yes Yes. In that red Full like, body. jumpsuit, jacket, pants, boot combo. Oh my God. Bang, bang, my baby shot me down. And the trumpet solo is
1: hot. Truly, truly. Even though I think they're out of tune at the beginning. Well, <laughs> just the first notes of the trumpets are like, huh? <laughs> okay, we're, we're here now. <laughs> okay, here's
0: my thing. About jazz. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs)
1: that? Get ready.
0: Sometimes I'm like, well, I kind of want this to be tighter. Like, I just want it to be more together. I want it to be more accurate. I want it to be, you know, whatever. But then I'm like, maybe that's just like a myth of like hyper-produced, like recorded music. And maybe real music just isn't. (laughs) in tune all the time.
1: <laughs> it's possible. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would go so far as to say real music isn't in tune. <laughs> you know all that in tune music you're listening to? Well, that's not real music. That's not real music, actually. Um, But I will say that, like, I feel you on the, the exacting nature of music production, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where's the, like, Where's the blurry, where's the... The off-kilter, off-beat. Yeah. <laughs> then perfection. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because um, that feels like it's honestly missing.
0: I don't know where to go next. Can I do one that's kind of just
1: for me? <laughs> okay, everybody stop listening. <laughs> just, just, for, just for Jerome. Um. Famously, I
0: can't even start because you're gonna think I'm so ridiculous. Famously, we were in an acapella group together.
1: Oh no. Um,
0: <laughs> Jerome! And. <laughs> don't. We were in do an this. acapella group together. And <laughs> there are tons of, there are millions of videos of it, many iterations of this group singing singing performances online. There is one
1: particular wait, which video. one? Now I'm like, because there are actually too many <laughs> to choose from. There
0: are millions, but there is one that is my standout favorite. It is from before Kenyon and I were ever in the group. Uh back when the back back when the group used to be called the Duke's Men, which is over. That's canceled. <laughs> there is a performance of one <laughs> Star of stage and screen, Christian yes, Probes. <laughs> singing yes. Domino by, oh my gosh, she's back, Jesse J. <laughs> and when I tell you this is performance, like, Christian <laughs> is serving you absolute performance, and the audience is in the palm of his hand, and I live for that. I truly live for that. There are jokes. There are death-defying death, de- death defying <laughs> options. <laughs> there is charisma. It's everything. It's everything. I watched this video on repeat. And that's not an exaggeration.
1: <laughs> Christian, you have a mega fan over here. <laughs> I am the number one fan.
0: I, You know this about me. I love this video.
1: Yes. I want to know... I want to know why. <laughs> not why. Maybe not why. But just, like, bring me inside of that.
0: I think there's something about, like, you know, I we all know that it is ridiculous. Like, college a cappella is a ridiculous thing, right? Like, Deeply. it is a ridiculous thing that exists, and, like, it's something that we pretend is, like, normal. And I, this is not me shitting on it at all. I think it's, I fully buy into the fantasy. And I know that it's a fantasy and that's why I buy in. It, we're all born naked and the rest is drag.
1: Mm. But
0: the idea that like someone can come out at a <laughs> at a college acafella concert and be received as a rock star is <laughs> hilarious <laughs> to me. So the fact that Christian comes out and is
1: like, <laughs>
0: people in the audience are like, yes, woo, yes, woo because we love you.
1: <laughs> I actually think we need to get Christian on here to talk about this. I, and, it would and be my be, <laughs> be
0: my absolute first question. And he would say, I don't remember that at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like a true celebrity, honestly. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Oh,
0: I just love that video.
1: I love that video. Wow. Well, if, if we're gonna really keep diving... Diving along those lines, this is the video that Christian showed me. Um, that this is this is one of those things that that at the beginning I said could be interpreted as comedy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, alternately, it could be interpreted as as kind of sad,
0: tragic,
1: I, I, right? <laughs> a, a tragic comedy, if you will, in in five acts. Oh, jeez. Um set uh, in a, in the distant land of Kazakhstan. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no.
1: Starring someone we all deeply love, Whitney Houston. I mean, it was just her birthday. Uh I'm really tapping into the tragedy of it right now, but it's also... <laughs> Which is why I'm like, why would you bring up this video? No, but it's the video that like... Okay, well, let me set the stage. The stage is bare. Nothing's on the stage.
0: <laughs> Please it, set the stage because no one else has. No one else has set the stage.
1: Imagine you're performing on a, on a stage the size of a football field, <laughs> but it's just you. There's there's no one else out there. That's what they did. It's Whitney did in a fur coat on the largest stage you've ever seen. The instruments are miles <laughs> away from her in the back. The audience, she can't see anyone's faces because they're also miles away from her in the other direction.
0: But I will also say I think every single person in Kazakhstan is at this concert. I don't know where, I don't know what the venue is, but there must be 500,000 people at this concert.
1: And I'm sure they were waiting for the concert of their life when Whitney Houston, Houston when Whitney Houston <laughs> finally comes to Kazakhstan. It's just not her day. Well, it can't always be your day, diva, and that's why I watched this video. Because <laughs> as a reminder, <laughs> even giants they do fall—not <laughs> <laughs> fall, but just don't have the very best day. I mean,
0: <laughs> you are trying to spin this as you not not taking advantage of a tragic moment. <laughs> in in the history of live music
1: <laughs> she i mean she's out there all alone and she's she's doing a medley of her her most famous songs
0: well i don't think she's supposed to be doing a medley
1: well i don't know if if they ever rehearsed anything that they were supposed to be doing but that's mm-hmm. not the point sometimes <laughs> sometimes they call you on stage and they say perform sometimes You're not ready. And you still got to go out there. And she does it. She still goes. She still finds a a trail through it all. (laughs) She charts a path from here to somewhere that's not here. She's a pioneer. And I I love it. It reminds me that truly, uh, we all have have some bad days. And... (laughs) we can wake up on the other side. Because Whitney's still an icon. Like, she's still that's a legend true. and a star. And, like, watching this video does not change that about her for me. That's true. And that's true. what I love. That's what I love about it.
0: I mean, speaking of Whitney, I have to, I, I have to, I have to. The Star Spangled Banner.
1: Mm, controversial.
0: Controversial why? Because she wasn't singing live. Yes. Oh, that does that good. make it
1: not live performance? That's very interesting. I mean, if we're going by definitions. But, I, I mean, people use backing tracks all the time. That's correct. Is that semi-live, unlive. Well, no. Whitney was not in
0: Kazakhstan. <laughs> i just say that. <laughs> However, <laughs> um, they, I mean, this is iconic. Even if she wasn't singing live. I'll go ahead and say that it's an iconic live performance.
1: I mean, you brought up the history of live music as a joke in Whitney <laughs> in Kazakhstan. But this is actually, like, this is one of those videos that, like, that's, that this is the culture. This is the culture.
0: Yeah. I mean, imagine singing the, the, the national anthem and it going number one on Billboard. What? And people are like, oh, I want to hear that on the radio. Can you imagine? No, you can't. <laughs> no one else has ever done it. Uh, oh my gosh, she's an icon.
1: There's the video that that I just saw recently. Someone shared on some platform of um these friends watching that that was it the Super Bowl, yeah, 1994, um, and it's giving you 1994 video quality. It's a it's a video of them watching on a smaller TV the mm-hmm. Super Bowl and the the this performance of the Star Spangled Banner and the there are these black men sitting around watching this and the degree of like of deep joy that they like erupt in while she's singing like that's amazing. That's yeah. that's the power.
0: Yeah. That's the power of love. That's the power of Pine Sol. That's the
1: new power of Madonna. <laughs> Not Madonna. Okay, we've got to move on now. You? Oh, it's me. It's <laughs> you. It's actually your turn <laughs> yelling at me.
0: We've got to move on.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, for the sake of uh, of transition, this is a, another Super Bowl performance. Whoa. Um, and it's it's also well, it's also. <laughs> Maybe a comedy moment, um, because it's it's Michael Jackson singing at the Super Bowl, um,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of
1: even misstated that because it's not it's not the part of his singing that I want to even focus on. Um, first of all, the Super Bowl halftime show wasn't always a thing, and he kind yeah of it used to be like.
0: That. Yeah, it used to be like you know a marching band comes out and you know marches. I respect marching band culture. <laughs> Please don't cancel me, marching
1: band. I actually have always stands. really deeply wished to have been in a marching band. What would you have played? Do you think like the flute, something, <laughs> something light, or <laughs> or a drum? Because I, I yeah, just you would live have been
0: mispercussion.
1: Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Um.
0: And I would have been, well, here's the thing. The the wind instruments are not for me. I don't know how they work. I mean, you're a singer. I know, but it's like, <laughs> I saw this tweet that was like, <laughs> how does a trumpet only have three buttons and be making all that noise? <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. I don't know how it works. So I couldn't have done one of those. Um... So then I'm like, well, maybe I would have, you know, also done percussion, but I couldn't have done like drums because it's like I get confused. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, maybe I would have played like a big bass drum, but I that's heavy. So maybe I would have been like color guard,
1: <laughs> or a baton twirler. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so you with a baton, you would you would love that. Oh, I yeah. I would eat it up. Yeah, but please. Michael Jackson um, Super Bowl. I mean, we're talking about our favorite live performances and this is on the list for me because it really it really is a performance. <laughs> it starts out with Michael Jackson like appears at the the top of the stadium. Um and then like appears all around the stadium. Clearly there are body doubles, but it's like, you know, he pops up over here, he pops up over there. And then he's everywhere. He's truly he's everywhere then after, you know, this little misdirection, it's revealed that he's actually, he actually pops up on center stage in the middle of the field. Wow. And the part that I watch is the following two minutes where he stands still, (laughs) silently, and everyone loses their mind. (laughs) They would have been satisfied with just that. Like, it's it's truly two minutes. Like, two 60-second intervals of... (laughs) Of everyone clapping. <laughs> Just clapping for him getting on stage. <laughs> That's amazing. I,
0: yeah. I mean, literally, he could have bowed and gone home and they would have said, thank you.
1: A lesson in the stage presence.
0: <laughs> if you stand there, they will clap. <laughs> well, not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <So that. laughs> Um I mean we could we could go on forever. We really could. <laughs> but there's can there's you take one us home? One. Well, it's very interesting that you say that. <laughs> and I know you know. Oh my god. I know you know.
1: It's got to be Jasmine Sullivan singing home at the age of 11.
0: There's nothing else that can be said. If you don't know this video, I can't even get into that. But <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan is a queen. She's an incredible singer, and you've just got to know that. Um, but she's always been an incredible singer, and the proof is a video of her as Dorothy in The Wiz. Not The Wizard of Oz. Not The Wizard of Oz. And Um, I can't even get into that. But she is singing home the final number of The Wiz at her, like, elementary school in 1999, and she is 11. And...
1: uh, (laughs) Innovation.
0: It is... It's truly one of the best performances I have heard of all time ever. From an 11-year-old. in my life. She outsings... Any, I I have never heard anyone sing like this. <laughs> no one. People who have been singing their entire lives. No one sings like this. No one.
1: I mean, innovation is the word. It's like, I mean, it because it's musical theater, you hear the same songs with the same options all the time, and people have the over set over again. The set ways, and of especially
0: doing it. when like you know something like The Wiz, which we've got the movie, we've got Diana Ross, then it's very easy for that version to just become the version. right? And it's like, if you're singing this song, then, like, you sing it the way Diana Ross sings it.
1: And oftentimes, too, like, how do you make it not distracting? You know, people want to innovate, but then it's like, okay, now I'm just listening to you, like, sing what you think are creative options, but, like, you need to be telling a story here. (laughs) That's what you're actually doing. You're
0: doing backflips, and I don't know what's happening.
1: Mm. She's 11. Well, it's she's 11, <laughs> 11 years old and sings this like no one else has ever done before or since. Correct.
0: And uh, I just <laughs> <laughs> it brings a tear to my eye. I genuinely cry watching this video because it's like the way that it like has brought the song to a higher level, like the way that it means so much more. Because she is because she is so good. I there's so much to say. there's one specific thing I have to shout out. There is a, a lyric that is in the original. It is, "Living here in this brand new world might be a fantasy." But she sings, "Living here in this brand new world of Oz might be a fantasy. But the way that she sings it... It sounds like she's singing, living here in this brand new world of ours. And I mean, where's the Nobel prize? (laughs) Like (laughs) every single thing. Not, and then, you know, she goes on to do all these incredible options that are like, literally once again, I, you know, no one sings like this. No one sings like this. So how are you an 11 year old singing like this? Who told you to do this? And then the audience is just on their feet. The audience is like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I am at the friggin' community center watching some preteens perform The Wiz, and I've just seen the best live performance of all time. Words can't describe. Well, there they are. There they are. And of course, there are millions of others. We will link to all of these. It's, this is the reading list. This is the required
1: listening. Truly. And some, you know, some joy if you're missing the live performances. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Kenyon, we've got to respect that binary. Ooh. It's the last thing we have to do. And mine actually is topical. Mm, mm, um. Mm. And you know, not to, you know, pit women against each other.
1: Oh goodness.
0: But also not to reinforce binaries. So it's I mean, like here we are. <laughs> this is all facetious. <laughs> That's the point. Kenyon, um, Whitney or
1: Mariah? This isn't hard. For me. Wow. For me and my really? for me and my family. Um Okay, well now that I think about it, it's getting harder.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, whoever you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real
1: shady to the other. Wow. I mean, uh, Mariah Carey, great singer. Whitney Houston, great singer. Okay. Next level. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for that riveting, riveting, riveting
1: content. Whitney was giving <laughs> you a performance on stage and on screen. Mariah. Ooh, that's true. Not so much, but... Mariah's... Mm, girl, precious, yeah, okay? I, I, Do not erase. Uh, but I wasn't really trying to <laughs> uplift that particular performance <laughs> okay. either. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo! Um, but Mariah's out here writing all, most of her music. Mm-hmm. She's got those writing credits. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have to go with Whitney just because her voice does something to me that's... <laughs> It's a quiver? <laughs> You're going to cry? <laughs> I could. <laughs> <laughs> she just she really she's out here touching my soul. So I'm choosing Whitney.
0: Um, I have to go with Mariah, I do. Not just to be anti, but I think that it's I just listened to more Mariah growing up, you know. Wow.
1: It's just... I hope you heard the kind of disappointment in my voice, actually. Mm,
0: I don't know. I, it's just more about, like, the staying power. You know, Mariah Mariah truly stays up on these charts. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Not that Whitney didn't, but... I don't want to get into, into that. Yeah. <laughs> Give me something, Kenyon.
1: Wow. Okay. Here's a, here's a binary that I need... To know where you f- I need where I need to know where you fall in this binary <laughs> to help me actually figure out the definitions of these words. Oh. Um, <laughs> true left left turn from where we are, but cream mm-hmm. or lotion?
0: Oh, 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 oh. Whoa. Um, oh my god, how am I supposed
1: to pick? First of all, if there is anyone listening right now that's like well, I don't use either cream or lotion. Eh, you missed it. No, delete, <laughs> delete, <laughs> delete this off your phone. Get <laughs> moisturized. If you take nothing else please. from today,
0: your skin is begging you. Please, <laughs> um, cream or lotion? I mean, I think I got to say. Well, here's my thing. I feel like I feel like a a cream is a lotion, but a lotion is not a cream. A very square rectangle, mm. and so I've got to go with the bigger category, which is lotion. Wow. Although sometimes I use a, you know, I think of cream as like, it's like either something that's like deep, thick, like this is bringing you back to life, (laughs) or as like something like, you know, a a face cream, like something that's very specific, Mm. but that just feels like a specified lotion, and so to that I have to say lotion.
1: Wow. Well... This is actually the last episode of We Love That because we finally <laughs> agreed on something. I also, oh, too, yay! am here for the lotion team. And so uh, we did it. We did it. Moss. Well, goodbye. <laughs> See you never again. <laughs> and
0: here, our paths separate forever. Oh. Bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we love that you love we love that.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Jerome, that's me, and Kenyon, that's him.
1: With music by Sophia
0: Campomore and art by Griffin Keller. Drop us a line at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. Bye! Um, (laughs) Look around. Look
1: around,
0: look around. Look around. Ah. I look around in the greatest city in the world. In the greatest, in the greatest, in the greatest.
1: Raise the key.